welcome to the Health and Fitness Frederick Podcast, where we discuss all things related to health and wellness. We dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way that you can actually understand. And it is hosted by yours truly, Dr. Matt Silver, Doctor of Physical Therapy, and founder of Alpha Project Physio and Performance. Hey guys, how's it going? Um, we are talking about uh, something that's a little, little controversial, and I have my opinions on it. So I'm super excited to talk about uh, icing, uh, being told to ice and rest um, if you have something that's flared up, right? Whether you're a distance runner and you sprained your ankle and like, oh, I gotta, I sprained it, gotta rest and ice. It's the, uh, it's the only way. Or if you're a CrossFit athlete, who, oh, I twi- tweaked my knee, right? I should be, should you be icing and resting and taking time off from CrossFit, right? These are questions that questions I think a lot of people have, and uh, this whole idea of rest and ice, well, we're gonna talk about it, and my opinions on why that's frankly just pretty darn bad advice, pretty crappy advice, and and it's nothing against the practitioners that, that tell you this, right? The practitioners that say, hey, you go to your orthopedist or your primary or even a, a physical therapist and they say, hey, you should take some time off and ice it. It's not that that's bad. It's just, it's an older way of thinking and a lot of the research behind the, the ice has, has kind of been basically been misproven, not kind of, it has been uh, It has been misproven that it doesn't really do is what we thought it did. So we're gonna take a deep dive in and talk about, uh, if somebody tells you to ice and rest, why this is, this might not be the best thing to do. And um, it's, it, it's not, it doesn't come from a place of, right, they're not trying to give you bad information, right? The practitioners that are doing this, whether it's or orthopod, a physician, even another another physical therapist, chiropractor, or some kind of a, a PA, a nurse practitioner, it's, right? It does not by no means does it come from a place of right trying to not help you, because they are, right? They uh, it's it comes from a place of, hey, they're focused on so many other things, right? And orthopedist has to stay up to date on the best, the brightest, the newest in, in orthopedic technology and orthopedic techniques and surgeries and all right, they have to know so much stuff that they can't keep, they can't be up to date on the rehab knowledge as as a, as a performance-based physio as myself, as a physiotherapist, right? They can't be up to date on as much of that stuff. And same with PAs, nurse practitioners, even some older chiropractors and physical therapists where, right, they're used to doing things a certain way and it's, right, they just, it's just, they don't, either A, don't want to change or B, they just don't know it. And again, it's not their fault, even though maybe physical therapists and chiropractors now should know this, but it's just, hey, a lot of these practitioners have a lot on their plates, so do not, right, don't blame them for, for giving you this information because really for years and years, this is how we've done it. We've said, you have an ache or pain, hey, take some time off, ice it, heat it, Right, stim it, X, X, Y, Z it, whatever you want to do, and it's again not horrible information, just that it's outdated and it doesn't do what we thought it did. So let's let's take a scenario here. Let's use an example. You're a let's say you're a CrossFit athlete and you've you've been doing CrossFit for four months and all of a sudden ah, I get some knee pain whenever I do some kind of Olympic. Let's say when you get, when you do cleans, okay, you get some knee pain when you do cleans and when you do deep squats, whatever kind of squat you want to do. Um, so Let's let's talk about this. You go to a practitioner and they say, "Hey, take some time off of CrossFit and ice it." You say, "Okay, let's do it. I'm gonna take a week off from CrossFit and 
you know, I'm, I'm addicted to CrossFit, but I'm going to take a week off and <laughs> do something else for a week, which I don't know what you're going to do. And uh, just a side note here, if you tell a CrossFit athlete or a distance runner or even really any athlete, but those two in particular to stop doing their sport, um, they will probably laugh at you and, and probably continue doing it. Unless they really respect you or they're really in some trouble and some pain here, uh, they're probably going to keep on doing it and <laughs> and kind of maybe go in one ear, stay for a second, and then go back out the other ear. So um, just keep that in mind when, <laughs> right? So it's just, hey, they love doing their sport. I'm, I do both of those. I do CrossFit and I run. I know what it's, I know what it's all about. So yeah, so uh, just first of all, it might not work. They might just not listen to you. Second of all, um, right? Let's talk about why resting and telling someone to not do the thing is it, not the best advice, um, right? Because if you take a break from something, if I'm squatting the wrong way and I get knee pain and I stop squatting altogether, well, of course my knee is going to get better, right? <laughs> I, I stopped doing the thing. But we run into this problem of, well, you want to keep squatting, right? And keep adding more weight to your barbell or doing uh, kettlebell swings, right? Uh, or cleaning and, and snatching, right? You want to keep doing these fun activities or things that you find fun. But right, you, you're in a scenario where oh, I can only do so much and then I got to take a break, do so much, take a break. And that's a cycle a lot of people find themselves in, a lot of athletes find themselves in. And it's, and it's the cycle that we have to break. So resting, you're not going to solve the problem, the root cause of why you have knee pain or XYZ pain from taking a break. You'll feel better, but if if you ever want to go back to that sport or back to that activity, it's going to be difficult if all you do is just take a break. And so what about ice, right? If resting obviously doesn't um, fix the root cause of why you have that ache or pain, well, where does ice fall into this, right? We say rice and, uh, excuse me, uh, ice and rest, ice and rest. Well, icing, the whole theory behind it is um, that it was, hey, if you ice something, you are um, constricting the blood vessels, so there, there will be less blood available to get there and less swelling, essentially more blood, more swelling, right? So the theory was, hey, this this whole, we can stop the excessive swelling, excessive blood flow to that area by putting some ice on it, and that's going to help uh, help the healing process, and, and unfortunately, uh, that's not really the case, where this this the the when we put an ice pack on uh, what they what we found is that ice that cold temperature change actually doesn't penetrate the tissues doesn't penetrate the skin and fat and and muscles that layer as nearly as deep as we thought it did i mean it's i mean it's millimeters i mean not even millimeters it's probably it's it's it is much less than what we thought it was i don't have the numbers offhand here but it it does not penetrate as deep as we thought it did okay it goes nowhere near as deep as we thought it did so all you're doing, and people say, "Well, Matt, I, I feel better after, after right putting on uh, putting an ice pack on. I, I feel good. It feels good. Well, why does it feel good? Well, instead of sending a a pain signal, you're sending a cold signal from your nerves to your spinal cord to your brain. So yes, you might be feeling better, and that's right. That's an argument to use ice. Hey, you want to use ice? It might make you feel better, right? Instead of pain." Ouch, ouch, pain. You'll feel, oh, this is cold, right? This is a this is the gate theory on, on why right using a heat pack and a cold pack actually will make you feel better. So if you're really flared up and if you want to use an ice pack, go for it, right? It, again, not horrible for you, but there is one side effect that's not so good. Um, 
And right, maybe you will constrict some of the superficial and blood vessels on, on the outside that aren't so deep that probably aren't contributing to much of the swelling anyway. But what you are doing is you're actually compromising your lymphatic system. And when I say lymphatic system, I want you to think about the veins, but um, much more, uh, the veins are already passive to begin with, but the, the lymphatic vessels are, instead of blood, just think of fluid. Right? There's no red blood cells in there that, right, that we don't bleed out of our, our lymphatic system, but what's in there is all, sourced, uh, all sorts of just ions and, and, and fluid. Right? It's, just, it's water is in there. And this is like a big contributor to swelling where, hey, if I sprain my ankle, let lymphatic, right? This, these, the swelling is part of that is coming from the lymphatic system. And the lymphatic system actually helps get rid of that swelling. And if we are, right, if something is swollen and if we slap an ice pack on it, what that's going to do to the lymphatic vessels is it's actually going to cause them to lose their compliance. And instead of being able to push the fluid out when we contract our muscles and move our ankle around, instead of being uh, nice pliable uh, vessels, they actually become stiff. And when they become stiff, they don't move. And well, the fluid that's in there, just gravity takes over and just poof, it just sinks down. And well, when we stand up, the fluid goes straight to our ankle and foot. So when you ice something, right? if you're icing your leg or icing something, yes, maybe you're constricting some of the blood vessels and veins, but you're also doing that to the lymphatic system and the lymphatic system will just, it just drops fluid and your that fluid drops straight into the ankle and the foot and it's gonna cause that swelling to actually be a little bit worse. Um, so long story short here guys is the icing that you're doing, argument for it is, I wanna feel a little bit better, <laughs> argument against it, um, you're not doing what you think you're doing and you're actually probably gonna cause that swelling to get a little bit worse that you're trying to get out of there. So. Uh, in my opinion, icing is maybe not the best thing to do, but if you want to do it and you feel good, it makes you feel better, takes the pain away, by all means, go for it, right? Just I just want you to understand that, hey, this really isn't doing what we think it's doing, and if you have a lot of swelling, maybe ice is not, not the best idea, and I'm actually going to recommend, don't. if you have a lot of swelling, don't ice it. Okay, elevate it. Do a compression, a voodoo rapid, a voodoo rapid. Which, if you don't know what that is, just Google voodoo. Uh, excuse me, voodoo flossing, and uh, it's a technique to wrap it around in some elastic bands and help get that swelling out. But that's what I typically use in my patients is a voodoo floss. But uh, the ice guy is just not what we thought it was, and not a, a very good solution to a problem. And I'm talking about too, right? What is gonna be your solution? to your pain, let's say, hey, you just sprained your ankle, right? Oh, I tweaked my ankle, right? Um, uh, I know I'm out, like inflammatory response, it's swollen up, <laughs> I can't put as much weight on it. Well, right, we need to find the root cause, right, of, well, for, for the ankle sprain, I guess it's actually a little bit of a different story where the ankle sprain is, hey, you, ha you know what caused it, right? You twisted your ankle, you sprained your ligament or tore it, or hey, now we need to right, let that process play out, this inflammatory process, that's actually good. Right? That's the first phase of healing. By all means, we can decrease the swelling through certain modalities. Um, maybe ice, probably not the best one for it, but we're starting to work on, hey, why did we sprain our ankle in the first place? Right? Was it, do we just lack some motor control? Do we lack some mobility in our ankle? And that's actually not the best example because that's more of an acute event where if we look at a better one, like, ooh, a runner who has runner's knee or a CrossFit athlete who, uh, who has some shoulder pain with doing a, a pressing activity, um, well, we need to look and say, hey, how are your 
mechanics. Don't just ice and rest. If you ever want to get back to that sport and that activity, we need to look at how you're moving. So actually, we'll go to the, the, the distance runner who has knee pain. Okay, well, how's your skill? So essentially, your running form. How's your mobility in your hip and, and your ankle and your low back and your thoracic spine? And also, right, how's your strength? Right? Are you, do you have the strength in the hips and the glutes and the hamstrings and, and all these other muscles and, the, and the, the calves, right? How are these things all playing out? And there's, by all means, there's other things as well as hydration level and sleep and, and loading progressions and, and power and all these other, you can split up strength into different components and mobility and you're running for it. All these can be broken down, but just knowing that, hey, right, can I pinpoint, can I find something that's lacking in my system here? Again, we're a system of systems, as Kelly Sturette loves to say, right? What is going on in my system? Can I find it? And then, hey, address it. And that's, honestly, guys, that's basically what I do with all my patients to say, okay, icing and rest is fine, but it's not gonna solve it long term. We need to find that root cause of what's going on, right? Whether it's mobility, or in this case, in the runner, your mobility, which happens to be a huge limiting factor in many runners, your running form, or your strength. So as many runners just kind of don't do much strengthening. So uh, long story short, guys, and moral of the story here is icing and resting is really not A, gonna solve the problem long term, B, Right, ice is not what we thought it was and what we think it did. And and again, don't get angry or, or upset at these practitioners who might tell you this. It's it comes from a they're trying to help, but right, they just right might not know the best tra- treatment techniques and they're not performance based physios. So right, they just don't know and it's and that's okay. But going to someone as myself who is a performance based phys- physical therapist and physiotherapist to be able to give you that plan of care that you need and really knows the, the ins and outs of, of the treatments. That's what's gonna get you there, and that's what's gonna give you those long-term changes. And and one more thing I wanted to touch on, guys. If somebody tells you to stop doing something, especially a healthcare provider, whether it's running, CrossFit, or your sports, um, I mean, yes, it does depend on the situation. I mean, if you have a stress fracture, okay, that's a <laughs> that's a different scenario where yes, we probably have to take some time off of running and jumping and loading activities. But right, if you just have some general knee pain and somebody tells you to stop doing that sport, stop crossfitting, stop running, um, it, it comes from a place of a lack of understanding, right? So if, it, if someone doesn't know what CrossFit is and they just see the CrossFit games, they're gonna think it's this crazy thing. I mean, it kinda is pretty awesome. But you know, they think it's this crazy thing and that's why they think you're injured. And right, it's, it comes from a lack of understanding. Same thing with runners, right? If you're seeing a provider who doesn't run or who doesn't do CrossFit, well, it's right. They, there can be this disconnect of they don't know what you're doing. They just they have this preconceived notion that it's probably biased of what running right distance running and marathon training and ultra marathon training and CrossFit right what that actually is and when that happens right you have a breakdown in the plan of care where you're not on the same page and it could be frustrating because I know what it's like like I, I went through the system when I was in high school of being treated by practitioners who had no idea how to treat a distance runner right and I, I see it all the time right when I worked at my old job I would see practitioners that would see CrossFit athletes and distance runners and just not know as much. Some of them were great, some of them not so good at treating them. And, you know, just kind of, I gave advice when I could and that's the way it is. But the importance of, what I'm getting at here, guys, is the importance of seeing a practitioner who does the thing. 
right, who does the freaking thing, right? Going to somebody who has, who's never ran a half marathon or doesn't run at all, period, right? Probably has no idea what it's like to be a distance runner. Maybe they have had great success with it, but in my opinion, it's very difficult to treat somebody if you don't know, uh, right, what it's kind of like, what they're kind of going through, okay? Uh, I'm not saying, hey, I don't play tennis, I can't treat a tennis player, but it would sure help, right? It would sure help to know, oh, that's what it's like to hit, right, the tennis ball this certain way with your wrist, and if you overdo it, oh, you might cause some tennis syllable, or golfers, right? I don't really see too many uh, people that golf, but, right, it, it would probably benefit me to play some rounds of golf to understand, oh, maybe this is why they get tennis elbow because they're really using their wrist. So same thing with running, guys. Hey, ooh, oh, that's why it hurts when you overstep and overstride because I've done it before. So that's what I'm trying to get at here, guys, is hey, um, right, find some, a practitioner who does the thing, in my case, distance running CrossFit, but find somebody who does the thing that you do, especially for a, as a healthcare provider. Guys, uh, I'm going to head out. The, uh, the gym owner's uh, uh, daughter just got here. She's uh, she's crying in the background. So uh, guys, I'll let you guys go and uh, catch you next time. Hey, wait a minute, guys. I just wanted to say thanks for listening to the podcast today. And if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support this podcast, please share this with others by taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it to your story on Instagram and tag Alpha Project Physio so we can repost it. And to stay up on all the latest from me, please follow Alpha Project Physio on Instagram and Facebook and then subscribe to the Alpha Project newsletter at www.alphaprojectphysio.com. See you guys next time.